This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming once again with another message from God's Word, a study we're bringing you now on the RSV Bible, the error of the RSV Bible, the Antichrist Bible has often been called. And uh, we're looking there at modernism and, and the uh, era of modernism, the modernism that we're facing here day by day. And we're we bringing you uh, some background along that line. Ever since the first century, after Christ went back to heaven, men have risen up to deny the virgin birth. That's what we see so much of today. That's what we find in modernism. Uh, to deny the inspiration of the scriptures, to deny the Holy Trinity, but not until now. Up until this present time, man has ever risen up now to claim that man uh, himself is God. But not until this present generation has man ever risen up to claim that man himself is God under the inspiration of the Antichrist. This is the doctrine of the Antichrist, and that is the doctrine of present-day modernism that makes modernism different from all other heresies of all other time. This is the underlying heresy, and that is which makes the great apostasy so appalling and brings about the spiritual darkness that prevails everywhere today. In Second Thessalonians 2, I wish you'd go there and read that entire chapter, that second chapter, or read the whole book of Second Thessalonians if you would. But there in the second chapter, uh, in verse 11, the Apostle Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, And for this cause... God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. What cause? And for this cause, because they do not love the truth of God's word, there in verse 10, they do not want Christ to rule over them. As Adam and Eve in the beginning believed the lie of Satan, made themselves their own gods, that's what they did. And that's what we're talking about today. Man, man has no... Uh, desire after the Lord God of heaven, after the Lord Jesus Christ. No, he thinks he's a God unto himself. So in the closing age of this world, Satan is putting forth that same lie. You will be as gods. And the religious world is believing that today because they have turned down the truth of God's word. When you once turn down the truth of God's word, you have turned to Satan's lie. Pastor Shelton, the old trailblazer, often made this statement. If the folks won't have, have Christ here under this ministry, if you won't believe the Lord under this ministry, we have folks go out and say they found the truth somewhere else. They found some preacher that, that uh, soft soaps them and pats them on the back and all those things. But he would say, if you won't, be, if you won't trust the Lord here, you won't trust it anywhere. Now, my friend, I found that to be so. I've seen folks leave from under the, under the truth, go out, join some religious profession, and... Uh, Things that they denied vehemently before, but now everything's all right. This is a present doctrine, present-day doctrine of modernism. Let's turn again to the writings of the leader of the prophet. Listen now. Let's let's go back. Let me say that again. Let's turn again to the writings of the leader and prophet of the Federal Council of Churches, known as the National Council of Churches in the United States of America, Mr. Fosdick. We've quoted in our last study, I believe it was, the spokesman for this apostate church says in his book, Living Under Tension. I don't know if it's still in print or not. You can find a copy of it there on the Internet, probably. He says, quote, Someday I predict a man will rise by whose hand a federation of the world will be affected and war stopped thereby, and that his name will go down across the centuries associated with that great achievement 
as Caponius uh, Cassette, name is with the New Astronomy, or Lincoln's with the Preservation Our Union. He goes on to say, now listen, would you listen to those things? This is a quotation from a Fodstick's book, Living Under Tension. That man will come. Someday he will arise. For all we know, he may be living this in this day in some unknown village in his crib somewhere. But he comes, but when he comes, what will it take to make him decisive? A multitude of plain people must prepare the way before the decisive Messiah can come with peace in his hands. All of us do matter. Personality, even in us, does count. Now, my friend, I wish you'd get the impact of that statement. We see here that Mr. Fosdick, who does not believe in the Lord's return, who denies the virgin birth of Christ, who makes fun of blood redemption in Christ, definitely states that he believes a man will rise with peace in his hands. Daniel, in talking about the coming of the Antichrist, said he would win by flattery. Daniel eleven twenty one. And in the sixth, sixth chapter of Revelation, opens with the rise of the Antichrist coming upon the scene peaceably. Peaceably, did you get that? Here is the leader of the apostate church known as the National Council of the Churches of Christ in America in the United States of America, looking for this decisive Messiah, the Superman, and posing himself as a sort of John the Baptist, a forerunner of Christ. You see, my friend, the underlying doctrine of this committee that translated this new Bible is the deity of man, the exaltation of man to the throne as God. Modernism Modernism believes in the deity of man. Modernism believes that man can and will be able to do all things that the Bible says God can do. Therefore, they believe that a man will come who will be able to achieve all that a supernatural God could achieve. So the doctrine of modernism, the doctrine that makes it different from other, all other heresies, is the deity of man, that man is his own God. That his, that's the lie that Satan is leading humanity to believe even in this day which you and I live. This is the reason why this committee in this Revised Standard Version Bible undercut the deity of Christ and reduced the Lord Jesus Christ to a mere man. It was on a, a deliberate, deliberate on their part. In our next study, in our next topic, we're going to take up the study of the RSV Bible verse by verse. I hope you'll stay tuned probably in our next message before we get to it. We'll show you how they have undercut the deity of Christ and presented him as a mere man. To exalt man, they have to humanize Christ. And that's what they've done. To make man God, they have to bring Jesus down to the level of mere man. That's what they have done in the RSV Bible. And that's the reason we call it the Antichrist Bible. Christ is the Son of God, my friend. The second, Christ is the second person of the Trinity. The Lord Jesus Christ, crucified, is the sinner's substitute. Buried, he is the sinner's scapegoat. And risen, he's the believer's justifier. At the right hand of God, he's, the, he's, listen now, at the right hand of God, he is the mercy seat, our righteousness, our head within the veil. He is our living high priest. These great doctrines and great teachings of God's word preached under the power of the Holy Spirit are the only hope to sweep modernism out of our churches and bring men on their faces before God in repentance toward God 
and towards our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Acts 20, 21. Folks ask me almost on a daily, weekly basis, Pastor, Trailblazer, do you have any hope? Do you have any hope that those things will be turned around, that the, all of the error will be refuted? No, no, I don't. It's only one here and one there standing up, taking a stand. My friend, I, I hear I hear our modernist preachers. I do. I hear them on the radio. I read their periodicals. It's only one here and there that holds to the old line, the old Puritan lines that we hold to here at the Trailblazer broadcast. It's only one here and one there that preach the sovereignty of God, the total depravity of man, the election of God, the, the virgin birth of Christ. It's only one here, one there. You may find one. You may have a, a faithful and true minister in your church. I hope you do. I pray that you do. But my friend, let me give you a good test. Ask him, ask him, Pastor, tell me how the Lord saved you. If he tells you that he trusted Jesus back there when he was six, seven years old, you can put it down. He don't know the Lord. Now, my friend, I'm not judging. I'm just going by what the Lord shows me. That every sinner who ever gets saved crowns Christ King, crowns Christ Lord of his life. It doesn't matter if he's six or sixty. My friend, when Christ comes in to dwell, there comes a new heart there. And you want to honor and glorify and praise our blessed Lord, not to drag his name down into the dirt. Oh, listen, listen. Our country, our nation is so has dragged down the name of God. I hear folks, and as I was in the, in the service and over across the seas, I heard, hear folks say, you know, America, America vulgar. America, vulgar nation, America, vulgar nation, bringing down the name of our blessed Lord. Oh, my friend, I've heard that in several places. Statistics tell us that we're the most vulgar and vain nation in the world. What's, and we call ourselves a Christian nation. No, my friend, we're not a Christian nation. No, we're not. Don't, don't. Surely we have freedom to worship the Lord as we choose, but who who does that? Who wants to worship the Lord? Man, by nature, wants to have his own way. You know what, folks? If you're not saved, you just because you want to have your own way. Did you know your knee's going to bow to the Lordship of Christ long before you ever get saved? Folks ask me how to get saved. I tell them, drop dead. Fall, fall down dead at the feet of our blessed Lord, confessing your sin and asking the Lord for mercy. But no, we put on a show. We have these big mega churches where everything is choreographed and, and uh, where it's like a Hollywood set. And folks are not saved there, my friend. Folks are not saved in those, in those things. That's a social club. That's all it is, a social club. It's just, it's just like the pastor told the story. This old man and woman, young, a woman and man had a, had an old poly parrot at home. And that thing got out of the cage and followed them down to church one day and they were sitting there. And uh, they were worldly folks, drinking and all those things. But they went to church, and this old parrot, he flew into the church and sat on the pew behind them. And he, he began to look around as the folks come in the auditorium now with their, with their uh, Sunday go-to-meeting clothes on. And he said, honky-tonk, honky-tonk, honky-tonk. And the man shushed him up and said, hush up, hush up. said, I'm going to take you home. This is a church. He said, same crowd, same crowd. Now, my friend, that old parrot had more sense than you and me, don't he? That's right. He had more sense than you and I have. He knew that there wasn't no difference there. He had seen those folks in their home 
come in drinking, had their little uh, cocktails in the evening and those things. And he called it a honky-tonk. He thought it was just at a different honky-tonk. But the old parrot knew more than I do. More than you do, my friend. But I see folks uh, calling themselves Christians who know nothing about the Lord. They're just, they call themselves nominal Christian. They call themselves uh, social, social drinkers. Back when I was young, young uh, teenager, before I ever was grown, I worked in a, in a company where we went into folks' home and did work, electrical work. And then once in a great while, I'd be in some, some preacher's home or some priest's home. And I have to unplug the refrigerator to move it out of the way to get uh, behind it to do a little work and the door would come open there'd be a six pack of beer in the refrigerator of this preacher's and i said what this man drinks beer oh listen folks listen folks i was so green i was so tender i didn't know anything but i know one thing now my friend there's not much difference in the world and the church today no sir we have folks who come to church now only on easter sunday they wear their big hat and their high heel shoes and their long purse down by the side and they want to be seen that's not god's people my friend they are they are the modernists they believe that they are going to heaven because of who they are and they don't they won't have christ to rule over them is christ your head my friend or do you just worship jesus do you just worship Jesus, my friend? I, I wish I could get over to you what the Lord means to a poor old sinner. Just an old sinner saved by grace. The Lord didn't come to call the righteous. No, he came to call sinners. That's what I am. An old sinner saved by grace. The old trailblazer, just an old sinner saved by grace. An old beggar. Do you ever beg for mercy? You say, oh, I won't beg, but you will. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pandorus. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 